because I feel like when, if you do make it too personal, people can't like connect with it. You know what I mean? I feel like if you leave stuff more like open-ended, you know, if they just see a house with like, a light on, it's like uh, you can't see into it or anything like that. You don't see anyone. It's kind of like I think you can relate to it more. Welcome to the Flying Football, a platform dedicated to the discussion and inspiration of art and the creative process. In this episode, I had the chance to talk to the incredible Jake T. Fox. Jake is a photographer based in Western Pennsylvania who captures intriguing and often disquieting nightscapes with an emphasis on exploring our relationship with the houses we live in. I thoroughly enjoyed my conversation with Jake and I hope you enjoy it too. I think that's a really, really fascinating thing about photography. It's about perspective. Like, and it's about the way you frame the image. Like you can have, you know, 10 people with 10 cameras in the same neighborhood and they'll all see the place differently. And I think that's, that's super interesting. And also your work, your work's very kind of painterly, I guess, in a way, like the colors and the tones and kind of just the, you know, as you said earlier, actually, you, you, you phrased it well when you said earlier, like just the way you shoot images. It's, you know, it's done not in a tradi- traditional like landscape. Oh, this is a picture of a nice house. It's this is a picture of an emotion and of a feeling of an atmosphere. And I think that's what's interesting about your work. That's what makes your work, you know, engaging. It makes me curious about your work. And I actually do think that it's important for you to be approachable and be more personable online. Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I feel like that's, I don't know. It's like, I definitely feel like I connect with a lot more like, photographers that like shoot the sim like almost like that narrative kind of darker stuff like i do i don't know it makes just it's just like the, it's the way you like look at it there's like i don't know it depends because there's like for me it's like like if you go on like those like photo cinematic or those like very cinematic instagram yeah. pages i don't like connect that because it's all like overly staged it just doesn't feel like real life you know what i mean like they're really cool great images but they just don't feel like real life to me. They feel like, they don't feel authentic. You know what I mean? It's like, it's always like, you know, someone sitting there like smoking the cigarette yeah, with the perfect lighting. You'd be like, no, if it was like real life, it'd be someone like outside a fucking shitty convenience store smoking the cigarette. You know what I mean? Not like this nice like red overtones. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. And I think, I don't know. I feel like, so I feel like I, I guess I connect with people's work that is more just kind of like, in the moment, like I can appreciate like staged work, and there is some stage work. I mean, I've done stage photos here and there before, but there's some, there's definitely some staged work that I have been like, oh, that's like really cool. You know, I can connect with because it's authentic and like more realistic. Uh, I mean, like Gregory Crutzen's work, I think, is like more like cinematic and like very big. I don't feel like it's completely off there's a certain like like in that like photo like in those like i guess i guess like well for his purpose the way i see it, like his photos like he always does the very yeah. desolate with only like three people or you know a few people in it and i think he does it to kind of like amplify that feeling and to get that like point across i don't think it's completely like realistic in the way it's like portrayed but I think the reason he does it is to, to put that feeling across. But anyways, um, to go back to what you're saying, um, 
I do. I used to be really, I actually, before I got like where I'm at now, I want to do like, I really want to do like uh, fashion stuff. Cause I do do some like for like my one friend's brand, brand and stuff. I do like, like some like, you know, like fat clothing fashion. I try to like, I try to take it beyond the like, like instead of just taking personal clothes, I like go buy like a Vogue magazine, like an old time, you know, like an old like life magazine from like the fifties and like look at like ads and try to put I mean, like a Vogue magazine, try to put more of like a, uh, more of like a fashion as, you know, make it more of like an actual fashion. Like if this was like, you know, fucking suburban, oh, yeah, Vogue, absolutely. you know what I mean? So like, uh, I used to be on to it, but now, yeah, I don't really shoot. I've been, for my for my two projects I'm gonna do, they're gonna need people in them. I've like visualized on people. But the way I thought about doing was I think the thing I wanna do is I don't want to show people's faces. Yeah, absolutely. I wanna I want to be like either cut their head off or you know, make it so so I want to I want so like there's the person the photo doesn't have an identity. So you can kind of like see yourself in that position more. So which will be interesting because the two projects I have are definitely like, I guess the one's definitely very like the subject. So it's like the ones like, cause I went to that whole like super deep depressive rut. And like, I felt like through a lot of it felt very, very like suicidal through it, which is like a, something that I haven't like felt in like, years. So being like the age, I, I mean, I felt like that, like, like that when I was younger and didn't really know how to handle like my emotions so I don't really like take it too seriously. So for me, I feel it now. I feel like I have a handle on how I feel and feeling suicidal is that it took me back a lot and like scared me because it was crazy. I went from being like afraid to die. Like I remember I was supposed to go see the cure in Texas and I didn't go because I was afraid to fly. And so I went from being like that to being like, being like feeling like suicidal and like, you know, like feeling like life, like I just felt like everything was meaningless and like, Felt like everything was almost like pointless in a way. So I wanted to do like a 10 photo series of like almost like a depressive like loop and it ending with like, I was originally going to have it ending with someone being like face down in like a pond. So like they like committed suicide. But then I decided that I wanted to have it like the last photo would be like the person sitting up at night, like in bed. So it was being like oh, a dream yeah, or like, an, like them imagine if they like killed themselves, but it ends that they really didn't. You know what I mean? So like I cheat, wanted to do it. So I have more like positive outlook. Cause obviously I've never like attempted to commit suicide or anything. I only have like the feeling or, you know, like the dreams of it. So that's more personal to me. So that's the way I kind of do it. So there's that, which I'm interested to see. Cause I don't know how that's going to like, I feel like the way I'm ending it now would it wouldn't be, I guess, so controversial. So I have that. So yeah, it's gonna be like, you know, kind of like a like a mix of like, you know, maybe a house and interiors and landscapes, you know what I mean? Like stuff that relates to me. I mean, when I was like be like depressed, I go for like, you know, drives and stuff like that. So I was thinking, you know, maybe like this depressive loop where it's just like this house you see and then like someone taking like a drive at night or you know, could take a drive somewhere and then like, this like lake you know, like a pond with like a you know like this car in it, and then there's like, a person like face down like in the pond so 
three things. Firstly, thank you very much for saying that because you know that's very personal. You didn't have to, and I, I respect that a lot. And if you want me to cut that out, I can always do so. It's up to you. No, I'm just saying like, that. Like I really, I what well, I respect and appreciate that because not everybody is so personal, um, and I appreciate that. Secondly, I think that's it's awesome that you don't feel that way now, and I think you know that's a good thing. Um, that's a very good thing. Um, but I wanted to ask. Sorry, I do, if did I interrupt you? I do apologize if I interrupted you. Very good. Um, so I wanted to ask you. Do you think there is any there are any themes that you can't photograph? Is there is there a subject or are there subjects that you know people can't discuss through the nature of photography? Not really. I think I think uh like for instance like Todd Hyde's uh um between the two, his second book, uh I think that really shows the portraits of like the women in the motels yeah. Yeah. really show like like uh stories of like abuse or like you know possibly like rape and stuff like that you know sexual abuse and stuff like that or physical abuse because there's just like even the way he like says it like those photos they make you feel uncomfortable yeah you they're pretty haunting they are yeah they're they're very uncomfortable and like almost like scary to look at yeah because you know there's something like there and that's like if you ever like, because I've like I've like talked about people with it because they're very controversial photos, and a lot of people are very like against it and think it's like, you know, could be like you know, uh, it's like wrong to be taking these photos of like these like women that are like you know like naked in these like like shitty motels and stuff like that. But like if you ever listen to his like interviews about it and like the whole story behind these, like they're never like these like they're just like these like more creative where it's like they just kind of like, they're not really models. They just kind of come in and like, no, there's really no money exchange. Normally he gets like sought out from people to take these photos and stuff like that. But he talked about this one photo and it's like this, he said like this girl was like, she wanted to take the photo and like, he's like, it was like too far away from him and he really didn't have the time. And so she like, was like, well, I'll like, you know, handle it all. Like, I'll like book the motel and stuff like that. You just gotta come up and shoot the photo. So he's like, all right. And he like did, he said she was like, took her like clothes off and like laid on the bed and was like looking like past her body at the camera. And like, he said like, he like put it like in a closet for years. Like, and like people will like misinterpret this and all this stuff like that. But the, the way he looks at those photos is that like, obviously, you know, through those photos, there's some sort of like thing for like trauma for him in his life. I mean, he's never personally said what it was. He always refers that there was like something in his life growing up that's the cause of this or whatever. And he thinks that a lot of people, like most cases, a lot of people that come and take those photos, because there's some study that he mentioned that was like, where like some people will like almost like reenact the trauma where they have control because it's almost yeah. a way of defeating it. So it's like that type of deal. And he just said there's a lot of photos that it's a lot more prevalent than others. So I just think, yeah, that's like, uh, that's like one, you know what I mean? Because no one's going to photograph, like, you know, I feel like, you know, in a movie, there's like depictions of sexual assault, but I think photographing sexual assault, like, I feel like photographing would be too much. It just, that just seems like very, you know, that, that seems like yeah. too much. Of no, no, of course. And I think I mean? that's like, like, that's the interesting thing. Because it's like, we, for instance, it's probably not the best example, but like, for instance, like we see violence in films all the time. Yeah, if you were to photograph that, it, people it would cause more controversy than necessarily watching it in a film. And I think the reason is is because film has more context mm. to it. 
That's very so true. A film can be showing you're know, in a film, it obviously can be shown in a negative light. You know what I mean? And showing how this is bad and this is wrong. But if you just photograph something like that, there's not really, you know, there's not really. So I think I think the way he photographs that, there's like women like that. I think it like ride it like rides that line where you can feel the kind of like abuse you can feel yeah. the story like the, the the trauma in the photo without seeing trauma yeah you know what i mean because it's like the way he like says how he always makes it look like it's like right before something happened right after something happened yeah so i think that's like i guess a way of proof that you know there's you can i guess depict anything in photography you just kind of gotta go at the right way because of the lack of, you know, context, because of the lack of, you know, uh, dialogue and, you know what I mean? Especially when it's just a photo by itself. You know, I think if it's in a body of work, it's easier to add context yeah, that's true. to it. You know what yeah. I mean? Particularly if you've got, like, you're right, like in an exhibition or if it's like a sequence in a book, yeah, you, you'd you have some kind of context. But if it's a single image, I think, yeah, it's because it's out of context and also because people add their own context, you know. You can have an image that's the most innocent image mm -hmm. ever, but people can put whatever context they want onto that image, you know. Exactly. Um, so actually, so talking about your images, one thing that I wanted to, that I'm curious about actually is editing. So what kind of editing do you do to your images and what are your thoughts on editing images? Like, is it, is it quote unquote cheating to edit images or do you think that editing is an important part of the photography process? So I used to be massive film like purist. I was like, like fuck editing, don't do that. That's that's not how film's meant to be. You know what I mean? I would even like crop or straight oh. my images. I just be like, the way I shot it was the way I shot. It. You know what I mean? Like, so I always like make sure my shit was straight when I shot and stuff like that. But I think over time, and I think, I think the the type of photos I did I do is like. The, like the type of photos and like how much like the color is like I guess kind of pushes like emotions that like I have to edit it at some point because some things aren't just going to turn out you know looking you know the house can be great look great but if the you know the color is not right you know it might not have the potential so I actually edit my photos a lot uh to be honest it depends there's it depends on the conditions. If I get the right conditions, I don't have to do a lot of editing. But sometimes, the can, if the conditions are bad or the, like the lighting's not the best, I have to like you know change the the temperature. You know, like change the. I do a lot of split toning, depending. Absolutely, it's a case by case. It's a case by case, I guess, like for the photo. But I think it's that's really interesting because I think. Um, that kind of the editing changes the way that your work like the emotion it brings to your work and i think that's the interesting part of it yeah i think like i'm gonna see as like i don't know it's not like it's like if you think back in the day they did the same stuff but just in a dark room so we're just editing photos it's not it's nothing new to film we're just doing it in a digital space instead of an analog space which which sucks because I mean I, I would love to do darkroom but I don't have the time I don't have the the space where I live to you know, add a darkroom so I I think you just kind of gotta work with what you have and I don't know it's just yeah like I, said, I think I just got to a point where where I was like realizing how much color was affecting the emotion in it and how much that was becoming a part of my 
photography where yeah now i do a lot of like editing on photos and you know i'll dodge and burn stuff i'll like you know really darken or spotlight images and you know kind of like make it where it's like you know really change it and like i don't know i just don't think i just i, I think i've kind of separated myself from making it want to be making it want to be like how it was in person i've kind of like gone to the more part where i guess well, like i want to make it like my own kind of reality going back to like what we were talking about before so yeah so yeah no i've definitely come a long way from being yeah purist to now i just i'll be changing whole ass <laughs> that's great though but like that's, but like, that's the really cool thing is because that's your it's your work like you can do whatever the hell you want with it you could turn it upside down and post it like that if you wanted to um you know you can, it's what it's your vision of the world it doesn't have to be straight from your camera it's your vision of the world it's the way you see life and if that's different to the life we live that's even better so my next question for you really would be what does it mean to be a successful photographer and how do you measure the success of your work for me it's just to be like i guess a well-known photographer like i mean for me it's like my biggest kind of like obviously my like the person who i look up to in a photography standpoint is like todd hyatt which is like you know, I mean, I don't think he's like super, super famous or anything, but he's like, I mean, he's, I feel like he's definitely like, he's up there, Yeah. but it's not like, you know, I'm not trying to be like, you know, like, I'm not trying to be like uh, Ansel Adams yeah. or, you know, any shit like that, but I'm trying to be like, you know, you know, pretty, you know, I'd say pretty well-known photographer around the world, I guess, to be able to, to, be able to you know, put work out that people yeah. enjoy and support so for me that's what i see and what i would be you know happy with so so what are your thoughts on social media i think it's a double-edged sword so that's how i look at it uh i don't know i hate it i hate it a lot but there's like there's positives there's like the stuff i enjoy about it, there's the stuff i hate about it uh i mean obviously the biggest thing for me that i like about it is just the being able to make connections with people from like all over the world from wherever you know what i mean that's for me that's the biggest thing uh that i enjoy about it it's hard it's like i obviously have to you know i have to lend all this to you know social media and stuff like that but it's just uh it's like i i, I even think that like i don't know i mean it is it is cool that like you know everyone can do it but at the same time it's like i don't know you know, it just gets so over, it's so oversaturated now that's just like, there's just so, so much. And it's like, it's so, it's so hard to say too, because, you know, it's like you, you, everyone came from like that point. Whereas like, you know what I mean? You're just like building yourself up into like, you know, getting more people to like see your work and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to be like, you know, because anyone can do it. And it just makes it, I mean, I don't know. There's like the side of me that wishes that, you know, people, it was like, you know, how it used to be where you had to, you know, make physical work to gain recognition. You know what I mean? I wish it was that. I wish it was like that where you had to kind of put it in that, that physical, physical work aspect to kind of, you know, instead of just being like a, on like Instagram only and just kind of, you know, building off of that. Uh, I mean, I mean it, it's good for the fact that you can, it's good in the aspect that you can gain that audience to transfer over into physical work. So it makes it easier to do that. 
I guess you could say. Um, but I don't know. It just seems like it. it there's a there's a lot of negatives that come with it, and especially with people's like yeah, mental health and stuff like that. And it's just uh, it makes it like this like. I feel like it just makes photography this like grindy thing. Like we're playing like fucking RuneScape or something like that, where you're just constantly having to like, you know, like pump out work twenty four seven, and like you know, it's just like there's no there's no time to breathe. There's no time to to have, uh, you know, life problems. There's no time for anything. You know, if you wanna, it seems like if you wanna like make it make like an audience for yourself and like try to gain like you know like make your way through there and like kind of you know get a following on there it's like you gotta just be constantly grinding you just gotta be constantly on it you know you gotta constantly be like on it posting keeping up with it 24 7 every day you know it's like you have to treat it like like an everyday job or whatever but and there's like no because you mean whenever i had was having you know mental health issues and shit like that you know having like a tough time and wasn't motivated and stuff it's like i felt like i was like paying for it like i was just getting like you know like lost like i I feel like i just completely like lost any sort of traction i had where it's like now i have to go back on like building this all back up again which i mean it's fine but it's just like it just sucked because in the moment it was just it wasn't helping you know i mean i try to come back to it and like try to like come back into it and it was just like just getting worse and worse and worse. Every time I come back, I'm just like, oh, this is you know too much for me to like deal with right now. It's like not helping my like mental health at all. So I don't know. It's like it just seems like such a toxic like. It feels just very toxic and like, you know, I don't know. Like I would love it. We couldn't see our likes. Like they made that for everyone. You can't see your likes and shit like that. It's just like posting on there. But I don't know. It's just like, I think the biggest problem with this is that like now it's just like it's all about money on there you know i feel like for like the decline of instagram was like whenever like facebook yeah. bought it and now it's just, you know it's all about like keeping you on the app all the time just to make up you know ad money and stuff like that it's just like i don't know it sucks because it's like a play a, a paid platform for photography would be so much yeah. better but you know no one wants to pay money not a lot of people you know i mean the numbers the numbers are way down because a lot of people don't want to pay a subscription to be using an app so like where something you have somewhere it's free to use you know the audience is gonna be way bigger and you know i mean a lot lot bigger of the community but but it's like so like i get that they have to make money and stuff like that but i feel like it's just like so geared to like make make you almost use the app so it, it's like to, to i guess to kind of like keep up with it i mean obviously there's other things like you have to one you have to take good photos you know what i mean or good whatever content you're doing you have to be good you know what i mean it's like i feel like that's the biggest thing you have to realize i mean i'm not trying to say like oh i'm great or anything but in past experiences i mean i've had you know like nowhere diaries film wave like a lot of like these really big you know uh creator accounts share you know a lot a lot i've shared a lot of my work so i guess i have like that to at least back up that i have some sort of you know something to offer that i'm like you know good so 
Uh, you know what I mean? So like, if you pass that where you're like, you know, you're able to take good photos that people like and can relate to, then it's just like keeping up with Instagram and the the whole like how Instagram works and stuff like that. And just kind of like, and it's like always changing. So you can't really, I mean, you can only do so much. It might like do good for you one day and it might not do, I don't know. It's so like, there's so many variables, but it's like the the way they've made it to make money off of it has just made it like almost like anti like consumer. It's made like anti photographer, anti artist or, you know what I mean? Unless you're like some like some content creator that's like, you know, out here like on some like just doing ads all the time. You know what I mean? So it's like they they're they're gonna do what's best for them making money, which sucks because it's kind of like it shits on all the people that are just trying to share their work and get it out to people. You mean this it's like it's like almost like what's the point if you know like all these people, you know, the four thousand people that follow me. It's like only 10% of them even like see my work. You know what I mean? And it's for me, the same thing. It sucks when it's like, sometimes I'll see one of my friends like photos. I was posted like four days ago. I'm like, I don't even know. You know what I mean? Stuff like go through and like, look, I'm like, holy shit. Like he posts all this shit. And I haven't even like, go and see his work or anything. You know what I mean? So it's just, uh, it sucks a lot in that way. I think we'll see, we'll see a resurgence of like newsletters and kind of um, where you sign up for a certain artist newsletter and everything time they post something, you'll see it. I think you'll see we're a serious resurgence of them because I think the social media, the problem is with social media is that you won't see every single post from every single person, whereas in back in the day you used to. Um, but that's one thing I want to talk about, which I haven't, haven't spoken to anybody about, which would be quite cool to speak to more people about, is this kind of the rise of the merging of art and advertising and in terms of the way that every other post particularly on instagram is like an ad it's like a suggested ad and it's like a suggested ad and do you think it's getting harder and harder for the general public to discern what's an ad and what's just an artist trying to you know sell their work to make a living uh i think when i first started getting really serious about it i had a little bit of a yeah. contemplation whether or not i was gonna do like a paper and i don't know i just think i don't think you should force it i think you should you know people like your work, they'll like your work. That's kind of like how I see it. You know what I mean? If, you know, they want to follow you and see your work and they'll, they'll, they'll do that. You know what I mean? It's just like how sometimes like some people will just like follow you for a follow or like unfollow you, do some dumb shit like that. I don't know. It's like, I don't, know, it's like, I don't like, for me personally, like I don't really like really follow people back if like I like, like their work. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? So I try to like, I try to do that. And plus it's just like, I, know, I try to keep it down, like kind of limited on like what I see every day and just kind of like, I don't know. I feel like I have like a knit of people that I get to see their work every day. I'm like, oh, this is you know, great. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's really a lot of the people that I follow too. is like a lot of people I've like talked to on Instagram and stuff too, like have conversations. So like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just think, I think the whole paid promotion is just kind of like, I don't know. It's just like, it's so funny because a lot of people that I always see doing pay promotions, it's like never like, never good. Like either like the photos are like kind of, or they just like, I don't know. It's just like no traction. It's not like, it's not like actual, you know, traction. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And not just that, you'd want your, you'd want your growth to be organic because it's like word of mouth no matter throughout history, no matter how much technology we have, word of mouth is the biggest kind of the most rewarding kind of marketing you can have. 
and if people are and if people are reposting and sharing your work, then that's what's going to get you the big audience and the furthest reach. That's exactly. That's like uh, you know, I mean, that's just like uh, when you do a paid promotion, it's just kind of going out to random people. You know what I mean? Where it's like I don't know, especially like for me with someone that's kind of like you know put themselves in a box and pigeonhole themselves, it'd be kind of like so pointless. Absolutely. Because for me, it's like, there, I feel like there's a certain demographic of people that like, like my work. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, it's like, it's not like, like some like normal everyday, you know, it's not like your normal, like you go down to like the, the gallery by my house and it's just like these like really pretty colorful, like yeah. sunsets yeah, yeah. and landscapes. You know what I mean? It's like, everyone's like, ooh, that's such a pretty photo where it's like, I feel like only a certain type of people would understand like my type of work. And like, yeah. you know what I mean? And uh, I don't know, I feel, I feel like some of those people too are like, that's the only type of work they really kind of connect with. Because that's how I am. I mean, there's people that I like, I mean, that they, that's like, they, they always post these like really pretty shit. Great photo, it's just, I just don't connect to it. It's not something that I really connect to, which is fine. I mean, not everyone's gonna connect to your work, but I think just the audience for me is gonna be a lot smaller for people connecting. So I feel like that's why it's important you can, gain the traction in like your lane you know what i mean whenever i make a post i don't tag like you know i don't tag like you know best film photo ever or shit like that i i tag you know people that are like you know i tag accounts that share the type of work that i take because those are the people that are going to actually you know like my work you know what i mean so you need to know your audience for you to understand uh, where you fit in as well yeah, exactly. I feel like it's important to like kind of like know your audience and kind of know where to, uh, you know, where to get your work at, where, where, where send your work out to and stuff like that. So yeah, I think uh, I, don't know, I feel like paid promotions are just kind of like cheap, and I think it's just like <laughs> like anti. It's like kind of like counterproductive at the same time. It's just like I don't know. I just think it's like a. Uh, uh, I feel like you should just like do it organically. I don't know if you do paid promotions, it almost makes it seem like you're just clout chasing at that point. Like I see, I see some people, you know, uh, like there, there. I mean, some I'm sure there's way there's there's people that you know are just like could feel insecure about it. You know what I mean? And you know, just want to like gain that kind of like following. You know what I mean? And I think. We, I think yeah, and I think I think we all have that like insecurity in us. I think sometimes you know, at the time you know, for me at the time, like when I kind of thought about whether or not to do it or not, you know what I mean? It was just like, you know, it's not organic. You know what I mean? It's better to be it's better to be organic than you know be kind of like I guess fake or just kind of like pay for something. Yeah, you know I think I mean? so, the way I say it personally is I'd rather have a hundred people follow my site that are engaged with the site than have a million followers who don't care about it. Exactly. And it's like, if you do, if you do like a paid promotion, it's like, who's, you're not talking to people. You know what I mean? You're not. I think that's the thing we so easily forget because we're so caught up in the now and oh, what's happening today on social media or what's today's views. And I think if you consider social media to be an archive of your work, have it as your legacy of what you want people to remember you by and what people want you to be looking at. Because the thing is like, when you go on someone's Instagram, you scroll through it, right? You don't just look at the last post and that's it. So Maybe it's worth thinking about. And that's what I, this is what I do, I guess, for the flying fruit world. I kind of have to 
but I think it, I see it as like an archive. So rather than me get stressed about how many views the yeah. latest post got today, which probably isn't even that many, to be very honest, I'm like, okay, how am I going to make sure that when somebody goes, like lands onto the page, they're going to see stuff that they're going to like and there's quality and that they enjoy going back through? Because the whole point is you go back through the archives. That's the whole point. Same with anybody's work. If if you have a potential client, they're going to want to see your work. Like I went, onto, I went onto your website and I looked at every single series and I was like, okay, this is cool. This is cool. Um, because you want to see everybody's like the total kind of complete history of the person. Um, like going into like the whole social media thing. Uh, I guess like, cause I was just thinking about it, we were talking about it. I think like, I guess the biggest way to sum it up is cause you know, obviously with like social media, I mean, that's kind of like the biggest way to like grow yourself as a photographer. But I think if you truly are in it to be a photographer, and not like clout or fame or, you know, whatever, you'll do physical work. You'll put out physical work. I think, I think that's like, I think that's like the best way to look at it. You know what I mean? Is that if you actually, you know, if that's what you want, if you're like a photographer and you're, you know, you're there for, you'll be, your, your end goal is to put out physical work and not just, you know, get cloud on Instagram. So do you actually sell prints? I actually wasn't sure if you did because your website didn't say you do, but then I wasn't sure if you did or not. So it's been a long journey. I've sold prints before, but I, last year I bought a Canon Pro 10 and they're expensive. I got used for like 300 and the person I think let the ink sit in there. And so those printers are pigment. Oh. You have to use them like literally like weekly, like a few times a week to keep the like ink from drying up. So it was just beyond, and I tried, re I had it for a year and I couldn't get to work. And then recently I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'll try again. And I got like, I got like actual like print head cleaner and stuff. And I like soaked the printer head in there and it just doesn't even work. So it's just like the print had shot. So I'm gonna have to get a new print head for it. But like the print, the ink for that printer is like, like $134, which is like, you know, that's expensive. That's, that makes sense. So for ink. That's, 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 that's yeah, for ink, you know what I mean? And I mean, it's a great printer. You can print, you can print like gallery size like work out. That's crazy. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's like a 70 pound printer. You know what I mean? It's pretty big. It's so, uh, I mean, so I've been having this like itch. So like, cause anytime I've sold work or done prints, it's been like, I've like, you know, had to go to like a print shop to get it, which the only, the closest one's like 45 minutes for me. And it's just like, I really don't like the quality. And I just, I when I sell my prints, I want, it to have i want to be like personal and i want to have like the paper i want to use and like i would like to be the person doing it you know what i mean yeah, of course. so yeah i've been like itching for it and so like recently i was like watching videos about printers because like you know i was like oh, yeah fuck it. I was, like, i'm just gonna get a new printer it's like I i'm just gonna get a new one i was like a canon pro like 200s and they're still so expensive and yeah i found the one it's the ip 8720 and it's like it's a photo it's a pigsma pigsma photo printer uh you know i mean so it's meant for photos but it was only like 230 dollars that's pretty good i think like the the european version is the is the the ip 8750 that's the that's the european variant of it but uh yeah and the the ink is only 54 dollars, so it's way oh, more wow. cheap it's not pigment so it's not going to last as long i mean it's like that shit's gonna last like a lifetime, anyways. You I mean it'll like it'll last like 300, 400 years? I'm like, well, this planet's here in 300, 400 years. I was like, I'm gonna get it for 
Yeah, I don't think we have to worry about it. So, uh, yeah, no. So I was like, screw it. I was like, I'm just going to buy one. So I, I got it. And I'm like, so, so hype. I got this paper from, it's called Red River. It's like this smaller place in Texas. And it's like this nice, like fine art. It almost, it almost has like a newspaper quality to it. Oh, okay. It has like a nice texture, nice texture to it. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, once I'm like, I don't know, I'm not trying to sell any prints while I'm like on quarantine. I mean, I don't think I have COVID, but I'm just like, yeah, not trying to do that shit while I'm in quarantine. Oh, so, uh, yeah, once I'm out though, yeah, I'm gonna start doing prints. Uh, I'm not sure how I, I, I want to do it. I'm, I might do a print shop. Maybe I'll do that. Like have a select amount of photos up in the print shop. Or maybe just like, I don't know. I'm going to have to look how I want to do a print yeah, shop. Because I was thinking yeah. about like, I was thinking about doing maybe some more like, I was thinking about maybe like once a month, like doing like a limited run of like maybe like three prints for like, you know, like $30 or whatever of like a photo. And then do a giveaway at the end of the month. And for like the giveaway, because I did this before, I did it for the giveaway. I did like three, three people, and it was basically I was like, just share whatever photo you would like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah of course. And it's great because it's, it's one, it's it's great. Like, uh, it's like good. Like, I guess like it gets your work out that more, out there more, and it also gives people a chance to you know get a photo that they like of yours. Because you know what I mean. Like, maybe someone's favorite photo of mine isn't is a photo that I would never fucking print because I don't like the photo. You know what I mean? There's photos Absolutely. people want to get printed. Not my favorite photo, but I mean... It's, it's going to be like the first one you ever mean? posted to Instagram that you forgot you even ever existed in your portfolio. I'd be like, I want that one. And you'd be like... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking about maybe doing like a, like once a month doing like a one photo giveaway where you just share whatever photo you want. And then I'll just random, I'll random choose, and then whoever gets it, they get the photo that I'll print them. But I think, I think also them. the thing about printing work and selling work is that there's a lot of, there's a lot of variables involved in terms of like, do you want to do limited editions? Do you want to do open editions? Do you want to do big images? Do you want to do small images? Do you want to do postcards? Do you want to do prints? Do you know there's a lot? So oh, I, I'd advise you to definitely think about it, see what other photographers do, talk to photographers who sell work. It's probably going to be the easy way to do it, particularly for pricing, um, and just think of it like that but i think it's really really good that you're thinking about it in terms of not like okay let's have work you're like okay how do i want to do it and as soon as you do it please let me know because i would love to own a piece of your work i really would um that's i was looking for it and i was like damn he hasn't got prints here and i was like what um yeah i, I sure put it off i mean honestly it's just like people are just like de- i mean i had people dm me it's like i should probably just put it somewhere like if you want to print this is like, thing DM like me, i so. feel like if you're getting requests and you're getting dms for prints sell prints <laughs> i think i think for me the only reason why i haven't yet is because for me it's like i just i wanted to be the person printing i don't want to yeah i, I respect like, whenever, that i just i completely agree with that because it's quality control oh yeah like whenever whenever i was getting whenever i was doing like would get send out prints to people i'd like charge it really low for it something like, i didn't print it it's not how i want it to be you know what yeah. i mean like you wanted the photo, so I'll you know give it to you. So, but for me, like, like I have been holding off printing because I just wanted to do it myself and want it to be a personal thing. You know what I mean? Whenever I, whenever I print the work, I, I want it to be for me. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to do a a third party bullshit, or you know what I mean, or like the whatever it's I can't remember the name of it's called that they have where you just like it's like a third party where if you set up a shop, 
it's like drop shit. Yeah, but I say so. There's stuff like you know, there's stuff like Imprint, and there's stuff like um, what I'm thinking of. Yeah, there's places like Imprint, and even like stuff like Redbubble, things like that, where you can do it secondhand. And I think, like sometimes that's not necessarily a, a bad idea, because um, I know a couple of artists who do like particular Imprint is a great idea. Um, I know a couple of artists who do stuff like that, and it works out really well, and their stuff's good quality. But you really have to kind of shop around and make sure that you're not spending money paying for a service that isn't going to give you the quality you want when you could just, you know, that money you're going to pay for the year or two years or three years, just pull together and buy the printer itself and just do it yourself. It's going to be a lot more quality control. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just think, yeah, I said overall, it's just, uh, I don't know, I feel like when you, when you do it yourself, there's that more of a personal oh, Absolutely. I mean, you, yeah, you, absolutely. Like absolutely. Would you ever sell yes. oh, no. like would you ever sell like um postcards and or I would I kinda of want to say stickers, but maybe not stickers, but maybe stickers actually it could be quite cool. Would you ever consider stuff like that? I've thought of doing like maybe like little like postcard sets of like little like yeah. you know, maybe like you buy like a maybe like a deck of postcards, it'd be like almost like a series yeah. of just like postcard print. Like little like five by sevens or something like that. Yeah, I've thought about doing that before. But I, said, I think for right now, I'm going to start off with just doing like some like select, uh, some select prints and then, you know, kind of going from there. So do like that and then kind of open up the, I guess, like the door a little bit to other stuff. Yeah. Because. So, yeah. No, I think it's cool. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because. I think, yeah, I think in general, it's important to print your own. I mean, I'm, I've been like, I've been like fiending to like print. I was like, I, I need to do it. I, I, I want so bad, but I just want to do it myself. Don't want to get my stuff printed. Out. Like, you know, like it's cool, but it's like when you get to do it yourself and like work it out yourself, it's just so much better. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So that's like the whole reason why I haven't even like really sold prints unless people reached out to me is because I just, I want to be the person to, you know, to do it. You know, I want to be a certain paper and, you know, yeah. look a certain way and stuff like that. So. Well, when you do, please let me know because I really want to print. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm. A, I'm, a, I'm probably gonna look up in the look up look up on how to set up like a print shop here at uh at some point. See, like if I want to do like make all the photos on the website available, or like maybe like a select like certain. I don't know. I mean, you you could do it. I uh, guess you could do it like a select the select photos you want to sell, but then also have like a caveat of, oh, if there are any other images you might like send me an email and we can discuss it so yeah send me, yeah exactly. you know, something like that so, so that way you can you also because you want to gauge the interest of of your work in terms of like don't you know you don't want to choose just you know the most popular images and be like yo these will sell because that may not sell you know so yeah you, yeah no exactly yeah, and no, i feel that for, i think that's definitely the the way right there that's what i was exactly thinking probably do like select few and then the contact if you yeah know, absolutely like like, absolutely because you know people are drawn to very different works and you know, you might, somebody might see a piece of your work, you know, from a repost from Noah Diary and be like, oh, I really love this. But then they see all the rest of your work and they're like, oh, no, actually, I love this. Or somebody like me who loves like probably 90% of your work, if not 100%, I'm like, these are all great. Um, I'm like, God knows how the hell I choose, which is why I asked you if you'd do like a set of postcards because I really want to start like an art collection, but I don't have space to hang up anything. So, so I'm thinking about postcards, like buying like art postcards because I have, I have like one or two people who have sent me some stuff, uh, which is super sweet, but 
I want, I'd like, I'd love to build up a bit more of a collection because it'd be cool to have. And something like postcards would be perfect because, you know, I have a few different images of yours on postcards and then I don't have to choose one, thank goodness. You know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I might, I might do that. No, no, I might do like, yeah, no, I, I might, I was trying to think, I might do like a, uh, could even do like a postcard of like the homepage on our website, like a postcard set of, because at the end of the day, like for me, like what I do, sure, yeah, okay, I do the flying football for free. You know, I get no money from it, but I still want to invest in art. I think it's great. I think it's important too. And the people whose work I love, like yours, and who I talk to and who I engage with, like I would love to to invest in their work as well because I think it's important. Like the arts are important, so I think it's cool to do so. So yeah, if you do decide to print, make prints, let me know because I want to buy one. Um, for sure, yeah, you'll you'll see, trust me, you'll see. Uh... I'll be posting about it. The interesting thing to think about is, well, I like the one that you have to think about, or at least I would say for you to think about, I say like I've got any experience selling stuff when I don't, but one thing to think about is um, like how accessible do you want, and actually that's a question I should ask you, I'll ask you in a minute, is like how accessible do you want your art to be? Like, do you want someone, do you want students to be able to buy it? Do you want collectors to buy it? Do you want everybody in between to buy it? Like what kind of price points do you want your work to be? That's also going to benefit you in terms of, you don't just take a picture and that's it. There's so much involved in being a photographer. Um, you know, you need to make sure that realistically, financially, it's going to work for you as well. I mean, the great thing is that you're not obviously about money and it's not like you're, you want to necessarily make uh, a, like a long career out of it. But at the same time, you also kind of do because you want it to feed back into itself. Because photography is not cheap. I don't know. I think like all the pricing and stuff like that, I think all that stuff kind of like, you should obviously value your work. Like the way I think of it personally, I'm not gonna go out here and be like selling, you know, stuff like a hundred dollars, like prints and shit for a hundred dollars. First of all, I don't think, I feel like, I mean, it's so hard. Cause it's like, obviously there's a certain like value to your work after you release it, depending on, you know, how much, how known you are and how good you are. You know, if you become, you know, like yeah. say you become like a, you know, like if I, you know, sold like a print now for like $25 and then like down the road became like a really like well-known photographer, I'm sure that would be the price that someone could sell it for like a lot of money. But that's off of, you know, that'd be off of like how I am. So like right now, I'd say I'm not like a super like, you know, I'm not like a, you know, this like big photographer or anything like that. So for me, I feel like for me, if like, I guess like kind of like pricing my work and like stuff like that, it's more of like, I mean, obviously I have to value my work and I think it would just depend. Like if I was doing like a limited print, like I thought about even doing like a limited print of like my book photos. One of my books like ready to do like a limited print that for like, like a little more pricey, but like do very like minimal numbers and stuff like that. But for like everyday prints, like I would like to like ride the line of like value my work properly, but also not, you know, charging people an arm and a leg for, you know, like overvaluing it, I guess. I mean, I like I feel like the whole like doing like a print in a book would be have to be like a thing with a publisher that's like something that they would be down doing, which would be cool. Cause I feel like that's always cool having like yeah. maybe like a print that they hang on the wall or like, you know what I mean? Something like that. But like uh I I thought of it more as like as a promotional to kind of yeah. like Yeah, absolutely. Like hey, it's coming out, like I'm doing like a limited of like a select from the book because it's like i don't know it's definitely like i mean there's a lot of like i mean i don't know if you look like a lot of like 
photographers, I guess, do books, they'll have like prints from the books that are like way more expensive than the book. But I mean, you can't frame a book, you know, like on the wall. You can rip a page out of it and frame it. <laughs> I guess you could do that. But no, I mean, I mean if, if the quality is the same. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah I mean, we'll see when, when we get that. I, guess, I think I was, uh, I looked at more just like a, as a promotional to kind of like get it out there and just have like a very like limited like quantity of it like not super expensive i mean i don't even know how with the the book like i said i mean that's that's stuff that i don't even know what's going to be like in the future i think it would just be for me or i might not even honestly oh yeah of course i might not Absolutely. even charge i might just do it as a promotional like to just spread the word i actually think that'd be better to be like hey here's like not even get money like hand printed here's like you know select for my book and you know have it like people like would have people enter you know by like kind of like sharing about the the book and whatnot and then at the end of it choose like some random people to get the so the act of taking photos is actually really like 10 percent of being a photographer um can you just talk about a little bit about the other kind of skills and kind of things you need to also do to be not successful necessarily but to kind of the to be a photographer gotta have drive and motivation uh I guess like, you know, some sort of people skill, especially with like social media. And I guess I think community is like a big important part, you know what I mean? So to try to stay active. So yeah, I mean, it's just like uh commitment. Yeah. Like I said, with how it is, if you're trying, especially, I think it's, you know I mean, there's also, I mean, there's also, especially when you do film or film or digital, I mean, it, unless you're like, you know, a person that just, you know, scans in the photo or whatever, you know, just uploads it. There's like the editing you know, if you have to pull the computer, you know, you have to develop it and scan it. You know, there's all that stuff that, you know, takes time and, uh, you know, the kind of whole learning process of it. Uh, yeah, no, I feel like if definitely if you're trying to, like, you know, grow an audience, there's definitely, like, you know, to take that time away to try to, you know, talk to everyone and talk to people, meet people, make, you know, connections and stuff like that. Because it's like, I don't know. I, I'm definitely a person that try, that's, like, I don't know. I don't like really want to try to be like all like the center of attention. I'd rather be kind of like more like the quiet, I guess, kind of, I mean, I, I love to talk about like photography and stuff like that, but you know, I don't know. I, I always like want to be like let, more or less like let the, like my work kind of do the doing and stuff like that. But then you also, I mean, you no matter what, you have to have some part that's like, you can go and like, you know, talk to people and, uh, you know, communicate with people and, you know, you know the the, per, the the personal side of it. So I think that's all very important. That's a very important side of photography that I didn't think about at first. Now it's like you know a lot. That's a lot of it. You know, it's just me. A lot of a lot of my time just sitting on Instagram and talking to people and you know responding to people and you know stuff like that. So never thought of that. So do you feel like you're part of a larger art community? Um. I mean, not right. I mean, I feel like there's like, I like a, you know, like there's a small tight knit of people that, you know, we always like share each other's work and stuff like that. But I mean, especially that I haven't been like, you know, uh, on, you know, I haven't been on, you know, all the time and, you know, haven't been like, uh, you know, uh, super active until like recently, you know, I haven't kind of, I've kind of like, I guess, fallen out of a lot of that stuff like that. So 
but I mean, you know, I mean, it's especially with so much that you just see on Instagram all the time, you know, it's kind of hard to keep up with it and, you know, kind of hop into it. But I mean, there's, de- there's like definitely communities out there that like, they kind of go beyond, like, I know Restore from Backup, they do stuff. Yeah. And like, I, I just wish a lot of them would do a little bit more like, I don't know. I know like Analog Talks, I just got their, I just like subscribed their Patreon recently because they do like every, I think every like third Wednesday of like the month, they do like a Zoom developing. And that's, that's some like stuff like, I don't know. I want to like, I just want to like hop more in the community where it's like more, more than just like sharing photos where it's like getting to talk with people. And cause like, I feel like that's like a, a really cool i think it's like a it's like a definitely like motivation inspiring i mean there's so many times where like it's not looking at photos that inspires me to go take photos it's like listening to people talk about maybe there's yeah, like absolutely i'll listen to like analog talks on like wednesday because that's that's probably the biggest that's like the biggest you know podcast that photo podcast that i listen to that they're like because they all like every wednesday they always you know they always upload so it's like the most constant i know like you know Willem, he had c41 that was really good but i just don't think he has like much time to keep up with it but they always do that and it's like every wednesday i listen to that i'm just like i'm like geared up i just want to like go like up that yeah. night like shoot photos and stuff like that so like so yeah so i'm like int- i just like yeah just go, like join their patreon so i'm excited to see what like that offers on the you know the community side and you know what i mean so but that'd be cool i want to see that like whole like photo developing you know thing is like and stuff like that so yeah i mean and then there's yeah you know i never store from backup they have their facebook page and stuff like that but yeah just more like it'd be cool like like i said i just like like what they like they were doing with like the whole developing it'd be cool if there was more communities that did like more like you know like tight knit where like these zoom things and especially you know i mean with like though you know with like covid and it's like kind of like against guidelines to go out and like you know do physical stuff and stuff like that so it'd be like yeah. It's cool when there's some people bring up more, you know, like online community stuff where it's just beyond, you know, taking photos. Yeah, if you have like like weekly critiques of of work and stuff, that'd be great. Yeah, exactly. Because I think I think the one thing that I don't like about social media is that it's all about oh, we like your work, we like your work, and and as an artist, you want to be challenged and you want to you want people to say what they don't like about your work and how you can improve. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes you can have too much positive feedback to the point that you don't feel like you're progressing because people are just telling you how great you are. Um, that's not from past experience, clearly. But, you know, I think um, the thing is that, like, you want to feel like you can get constructive criticism. And I think that's quite hard to come by nowadays, really. Yeah, because no one wants to just, like, openly, like, shit on your... Or make it seem like they're shitting on their, like, your photos. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it is hard. I mean, I've had people reach out to me and ask them to, like, critique their work. And it's just like, I almost feel like it's like, I like want to, it's like, I want to help out at the same time. It's like, I'm not like a professional and I don't know if I'm at the right pool. I'm at the right place. I, I can't, I don't know. More people ask me to critique it. I always try to tell them to like follow what, you know, they, you know, follow what they, uh, they, you know, they, what's genuine to them. You know what I mean? Cause people can see that. Yeah. I remember, I think it was, uh, it was a uh, first castle on Instagram, but he hardly, I th- I, he hardly like posts anymore, but he was like, he was one of the people I like looked up to a lot when I first, I talked to him a little bit and he told me, 
you know, he said he was like you know he's like just like and i wasn't even like really asking to like critique my work but he was just saying like you know he's like do what's like genuine to you and like people will like see that and like appreciate that and you know so i've just been doing that and it's like i've been like you know it's been like good for me and i think you know that should be like a lesson to everyone is just to be genuine you know what i mean and not try to follow trends or whatever just do what you know makes you absolutely and i think it was showing your work that people like you know being genuine so i mean it's hard and especially now that i've like uh just the way i take photos now it's like it's funny because I, I do so many like i do so many i guess kind of like uh, uh what's the word um like uh unconventional things when i take photos and i i kind of have a little more of like unconventional approach about it like I'm out here taking night photos primarily and still use an iPhone to light meter. And like, I remember like I was talking <laughs> to that gallery, I was talking to that photographer. He's a digital photographer. He was like, like, I, I don't know if he was like shocked or what about like how good the like exposures were. <laughs> Horrified. And I was just like, I'm like, I'm like with the reciprocity failure. I mean, I'm like, if you just like expose it long enough, it like just, you know, it just works. That's how film is. You know what I mean? It just, it, it breaks yeah. down over time with like light. So it just needs more and more. You know what I mean? It's like, I think it's like after 30 seconds, it's like a minute and a half. You know what I mean? And it just multiplies. Like a minute, it's like two minutes. Two minutes is like, you know, so it's like, it's when you start getting on in that long, you know, so sometimes if it's like a darker scene, you can just let that thing sit there for like 15 minutes. I mean, I've had a photo. Wow. I remember we were like, took I took a photo of this old motel one time and we were like trespassing and the cops were talking to us and my photo went for like a 20 minute exposure. And I was like, we'll see how it goes. And it worked, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's like it just that's yeah that's you know, that's the whole fun of it though isn't it yeah it's about it's about kind of experimentation and just playing around with yeah with and, creating work and it's like with like you know what i mean and it's like it's so like it's so like subjective too i feel like too you know what i mean i don't think coming from coming from someone that really doesn't like do things like on a technical like i know the technical side of photography but i don't like think about it or you know I don't really apply a lot of it. Like there's, there's certain things like, I don't know. It's like, just for instance, when people talk about like, well, like camera settings and stuff like that, well, like, well that's subjective. I mean, if you want more of, if you want everything in photic focus, that's like, you know, up to you. You know what I mean? It doesn't, your photo is not good or bad because, you know, part of it's out of focus. It's just like at nighttime, you shoot, shoot street lights. If you shoot with like a, yeah. a, a high aperture, you're going to get a star effect. And some people like that. Me personally, I fucking can't stand the star effect. So anytime there's a street light or, you know, something like that in my photo, I always shoot like at like F4, F5 and kind of have to like figure out like a place to stand to keep it from, you know, like it's like all subjective to what you per like preferably. Like, I think that's like the one thing about photography is like, obviously, there's, I mean, like you don't want your subject to be out of focus. Like there's the simple, I think, yeah. things, but outside of that i think it's all subjective some people always ask me like oh well can you like critique it like 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 i don't know like the settings and stuff like i'm like i'm like dude it's like do what you like you know what i mean it's 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 different from everyone there's things that people like in photos and there's people that don't like in photos it's kind of you know it's all to what you you prefer you know I mean if you want to have a shallow background or a shallow foreground that's up to you if you want to be on focus in the detail that's up to you you know what i mean it's like i don't know like i said if the way you like frame the photo it's up to you what you want you know what i mean like like i said i don't people obviously 
like my work and I don't like sit there and apply the rules of, of, uh, you know, um, yeah, like the rules of composition and stuff like that. When, you know, I don't like yeah. do like the rules of composition when I'm out taking photos. You know I mean, I just kind of line it up to where I, you know, think it fits right in the scene and go with it. You know what I mean? So it's like absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and I do just a lot. Of, I mean, whenever I shoot, I don't use a shutter cable or anything. I just kind of like cover the lens with my hand and and click it and pull my hand away and shit like that. So I do, I do shit like that all the time. So I'm always like never on the super conventional side of taking photos i'm always kind of winging it in some way or another and get by so and have you ever documented the process of you creating images so like have you like do you have you ever had somebody go out and record you do a photo shoot no i've uh i've wanted to though i've been thinking about doing it here recently i would like i would love to see that personally i think that'd be so cool to see yeah i'm um, doing like a review on the Mamiya RB67 and then I was thinking about doing like um, a uh, tips for like night shooting because there's a lot of stuff that like, yeah like say like there's like a street light here and you're shooting kind of like at it you'll get like a nasty haze so a lot of times I like hold my hand to cast a shadow over the lens so no light's hitting the lens to get like a clear oh, image of the like, no that's clever that's so clever and so many, there's so many people that have never like thought of that that are like like, no, I've never, I've never thought that. I'm like, oh, I'm like, I don't want to haze. I'm like, oh, really? So I'll be like shooting with friends, and then we shoot, and I'll just be standing there, like off to the side, like blocking the blocking their lens to help them out. But uh, That's there's great. that, and like the, you know, there's a lot of people they even ask me. I go, I've done so many questions about shooting the Mamiya that I really just need to do like a a tips video because there's people you that are like, they're like, well, should. how do you like properly stop the image without like shaking the camera? Because to stop the image on the RB, you have to like, I think you have, you just, all you do is you just click the, the, the lever on the mirror, the mirror reset. There's a big, the way you cock it, there's a big mirror that resets the mirror, this big lever. And then you have to advance the film in the back. I think if, if you either advance the film or cock it, it stops it, but there's a little click when you don't, you don't have to fully advance it. You just kind of click it forward, but people always worry about shaking it. And I'm like, just cover your, cover your lens with your hand. And they're like, that'll work. I'm yeah, like, yeah. That's a good point. I'm, like, that's, I'm like, that's how I do it. I'm like, but like, I, car, like if a car drives by, like if you're like worried about like you're, if, if you're shooting like a, I don't really do it at low, like open apertures because it lets a lot of light in like really quick. So I don't really risk it. But if I'm shooting like F8 or above, I start the image with my hand over it, click it and then pull my hand away. Or if like a car drives through, I like block it with my hand. It's actually funny. There's that video I was talking about, that, that news video with, Todd Hado, that's what he was doing. That's how I picked up on that. There, a plane was flying through. He's like, yeah, he's like, you just put your hand in front of it, or like a, you're like your sleeve, like a black, or like a hat, until whatever's out of frame, to like, it like pauses the exposure. I've even with the, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a great idea though. I've even had like a house I was shooting and a floodlight came on when cars would drive by and stay on for like over a minute. So I just used a multi-exposure and would just stop every single time that a car would come in the frame, I would just stop the exposure. And once the light went back off, I just started up again. Instead of holding my hand there the whole whole time, I use like the multi exposure. So, yeah, there's a bunch of different little like I, like little like things that are like I guess like unconventional. Yeah, that'd be I'd I'd just love to say that. And um, have you ever thought about teaching workshops? Maybe I'm a bad teacher. I'm like I'm like. No, I think because I think I generally like generally think you'd be good at it. I, I really do. To, um, and I said this to. 
I said this to a photographer the other day because um, I feel like I feel like with photography, people should assume it's easy and it's not. And I think you know, like we look at it like, oh, it's an image you took, you just you know snapped a picture of it. Oh, that's all you did, and it's, there's so much more to it. And I think you don't really see people teach photography um, in the way that I feel like you should. Maybe that's just me being very biased, but I feel like you don't. And I think, you know, someone like you, you'd be perfect because your work is intriguing and it, and it won't take away the mystery from your work and it won't stop you doing what you do. It won't be like, oh, a hundred of the people are going to copy what you're doing. It's like, you seem to have so much to offer as well. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it was something you should consider. Um, maybe. I'd have to maybe. definitely come up with like a whole ass like script because I'm like, I, I don't think I could ever teach like in the moment in person because i'm so bad at it because i'm like i'm so like uh you i've been doing for so long and my like brain's wired the where i don't even really think about so when i have to explain it i'm just like i explain it like it's so easy and like also i think the problem is that i'm like super in, like, like i'm like very intuitive and i like, pick up stuff quick and i don't really like like when people don't do that it like shocks me because i'm so used to like being able to just kind of like figure like like almost like where you just kind of fiddle with something and figure out how it works that way. Like I can do stuff like that. So when like I try to tell someone somehow do something and they're not like picking up off of me telling them I'm like confused. So I just like yeah. forget that some people just don't like pick up, like grasp stuff as quickly, which I mean, we're all different. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, of it's course. not like their fault or you mean, I'm not saying I'm like better. It's just, I mean, I suck at school. Like I'm fucking awful at like, like schoolwork and shit. I'm like, terrible books so it's like that's my downfall i'm good with like hands-on stuff like academic stuff i'm awful with so yeah i definitely have to come up with some sort of like actual like what to tell people for a word yeah. and like think because because a while back i watched um i said that it's weird because it's not like a documentary but it's meant to be like a documentary on um william eggleston um, and it was literally just him somebody with a camera following him around taking pictures um, and it was actually really interesting because he was just, like literally just wandering around super randomly just taking pictures. And I was thinking like, that'd be really interesting to see more people do stuff like that and kind of kind of show, like, do you often show the process of your work? No, it's just kind of like, I, that's one of the thing like now that I'm like kind of back at it and like starting to like fire back on all the cylinders. I've been like really thinking about starting to do like more video and kind of process stuff to kind of like, yeah. you know get people more engaged and kind of get more information and stuff out there because like i said there's definitely like there's definitely a lot of people that have like come to me about just like mamiya specific questions that they're just like i mean there's people that have been you know shooting like the camera longer than me that i've shown them stuff with that they're like oh i never even thought about it. it's just like you know i mean i don't know like i said even like i said even watching someone like i guess like shoot like i said even with like watching that video of like todd Hyde he never, I mean, like, there's a stuff in there you just kind of like, pick up on, like, when you watch something, do something you yeah. can just pick up on, like, what they're doing and kind of see it. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why it's important. It's, like, it's important to to not just look at work. It's important to see people in actual, in the moment doing the work. So how does the internet impact your work? And have you ever found yourself changing your work based on the suggestions of others? No, not really. I feel like I'm pretty set in... Uh, like how I like shoot and like what I shoot and stuff like that. I don't want to like, I don't want to like jump and follow any trends because it's just not like genuine. So 
yeah, I just I don't know. I just shoot what I what I like, and you know, hope for the best. I mean, sometimes you know, I I ask people if they want to see more of a certain like type of photo or whatnot. You know, what I mean, just see what people people are interested in. But like when I try like new stuff or whatever, you know, I mean, normally I do it because I want to do it. You know, not you know, you know, other. I mean, sometimes you know, it's I think sometimes it's like nice whenever I guess like maybe if I like post something different and I'm like kind of like in, like it's like sometimes I like kind of put myself in a box anytime I do post something like a little bit different it's like almost like taboo for me so sometimes I'll be like what do you guys think of it you know what I mean do you guys like you know what I mean so I uh but at the end of the day I still try you know like do stuff out of my own like will and not like what other people are saying and try to keep it like new. yeah because because the one thing that I'm always really curious about is where does the artist stop and the audience begin? Because I think one of the the problems really with with being a, any kind of creative is that as your audience grows, there is a danger of com- kind of being swallowed up by them, and they're just creating work just to create work because you know people will see yeah. it. Um, and I'm always curious to people about people's answers to that kind of question because um, some people say very different things, and I think that's really that's a great that's a, obviously that's a great answer for you because it means that you're staying true to what you like to create no matter who sees it no matter who doesn't see it i think that's great i feel like if you like decide to create something different you should do it because you you know you want to do not because like your audience or whatever and if your audience truly enjoys your work will follow you know whatever it's like it's like jason jason hunter i don't stop following his work because he shoots digital now you know what i mean you know i mean it's like the it's like the you know the same thing or like you know any sort of like music you know i mean it's like either if you like the artist and you like support them, you know what I mean? I guess it's up to you whether you want, if they change their work, if you want to continue to support them, you know, it's like just how like some people are like, Oh, you know, screw, screw like the eighties cure. It's all poppy shit. You know what I mean? It's like, I mean, it's yeah. up for you, but I mean, for the artists, they, they're the ones creating, they should be able to do how what they want. And I mean, I guess if you do stuff like that and then you kind of weed out who, you know, like who's your like, really supports you and who doesn't you know what i mean so, absolutely your core audience yeah, your core audience so yeah i mean i feel like you should always do what's genuine to you and you shouldn't you shouldn't like change because of your audience or you know what i mean i think it's i think it's always cool to take suggestions from your audience see what they think and i think that can always be helpful especially if you need motivation or you want to try something new maybe take a little suggestion i mean i've done that before to see what like people are interested in or if they want to see something different or, you know, whatever, or if, you know, I post something different, they like enjoy it or not like that. But, you know, nine times out of 10, I always continue, whether they say no or not, I always continue to still do it. If it's what, if it's what I want to do, you know what I mean? But I think there's no problem with every year, maybe taking a little insight from people and see what they think. But I think at the end of the day, you should stay genuine to what you want to do, no matter what, no matter if people will follow you or not, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's not. Yeah, that's not the the end goal. Is not to amass the biggest audience. Is to to create something you're proud of at the end of the day. Um, so my next question for you is, do you think that a photographer can be too prolific and overshoot too much? What do you mean by that? So can you create too much work? Really, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I think depends it's it's all kind of like circumstantial i guess uh i feel like if you're making a body of work that's like 
I guess has like a story, like kind of meaning behind it. I think too much in the body of work, you kind of you you would lose what's going on. You know, I mean, it's almost like a movie. It's like you don't see movies out here being much longer than two hours. You know what I mean? If you you if you want to do yeah. something like that, you make a TV show. You know what I mean? Hmm. It's kind of the same. Thing. That's a, a good, that's a good, that's a good analogy, actually. That's a very good analogy. You know what analogy. I mean? So it's like, I feel like, uh, for me, like I said, for, like, for my book, uh, I only want to do like, you know, 20, 30 photos. Cause I feel like if I start going past that is you're going to start to kind of lose the story or narrative and even maybe, you know, it also kind of takes away from maybe the significance of certain photos when it's just drowned out by too yeah. much. I mean, I think, I think sometimes I think, you know, a lot of times it's quant, uh, quality of a quantity, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I 100%, I think, I don't know, I think, I 100% agree with that. I think in general, I mean, too much of something's always, you know, too much, you know what I mean? Like music, it's like, I mean, there's always going to be people that enjoy it, you know what I mean? Most people don't want to listen to like a seven or eight, ten minute long song. People love that that shit. But I feel like people, you know, want like a three to four minute, you know, like a shorter song that they can listen to that's good. And I think it's the same thing with like a body of work, you know what I mean? Now, if it's like an archival body, I guess, you know, maybe like if it's just like an archive of your work, you make a collection of your work, then yeah, throw as many as you want in there. But I think, you know, and I think also like sometimes the the cohesiveness is lost too with a too large body of work. It doesn't feel like cohesive. It just kind of feels like a little bit of like a mess, too. So, so how do you keep motivated to keep shooting work without repeating the same ideas over and over again? I think for me at least right now is like, I guess kind of taking the what I'm feeling in the moment. You know, kind of. I mean, like the whole book thing I did. That was kind of like. I like really went out to go, I kind of, I didn't think about it, what I was going to do. And then these two projects I've planned are really just kind of based off of like how I've been feeling, like the ones about, you know, kind of depression and stuff like that, which is uh, something I want to like correlate. And then um, there's like um, the, the other project I want to do after that was about like feeling like complacent and stuff that I just like, I like, it was like a photo I took and I was like looking at it and it was just like, some just felt like very like, cause I, that's how I've been feeling for a long time now, just very stuck and just kind of like bored with everything, like the, the world around me where I'm at now and stuff like that. I was looking at this photo and uh, I took like in a high and I was just like, I don't know, it just felt very like, so very ordinary and like mundane feeling, you know what I mean? And it was like the red light casted over it, just like, almost like it was like halted. So I did not have like this whole idea to do just like a photo about feeling complacent. So, I mean, yeah, so who knows? It's uh, it took me a year to do this book, so we'll see how long these next ones take. And I think these Absolutely. projects, I'm gonna mess a little bit more around with like having people in them and then being a little more, I'm gonna mix it with it with more staged a little more stage photos that tell more of a bit of a story. It's going to be like short and sweet. So there's going to be a little more staging and kind of like, especially the one, but uh, 
Yeah, I feel like the shorter work is going to be a little more staged to kind of like tell more of a story, but then the bigger. So, I mean, I have no idea what the next big body of work. I mean, next time I, after I do this book, what the next book will be. I mean, who knows? We'll see. I mean, I feel like a lot of the ideas I have are something that just kind of like pops up in the moment. It's not like necessarily something I like think about. Like I said, those two things were just like ideas I had from just like seeing an image or, you know, seeing something that like triggered an idea. So I'm hoping it just continues to do that down the road. Like it's really interesting though, because it's like your work is very much a emotional response to the way you're feeling. And I think that's really interesting because your work evokes emotions as well. And I think that's kind of, it's kind of curious to hear that because I do it in my own work as well. Like, like for me to start an image, I always kind of ask myself how I'm feeling and then base an image off kind of how I'm feeling or kind of the way I think about things. Um, it's like, I always keep a list of like random words and random kind of phrases that I, that I'm really interested in at the moment in time. And they're like, some of them are like super random. Um, because it's like, it's really interesting that you can base work off emotions and feelings and represent that in, a, in an image that doesn't necessarily denote that, you know? So for instance, you know, whether that's through use of color or through the landscape or whatever, I think it, that's super interesting. And it's nice to hear that you're so aware of that, because I think rather than just being like, oh, I saw this really cool image of a tree and I want to take a picture of it. You're like, you know, actually, well, I thought this and I thought visually what could be a great representation of this, that's not necessarily you taking a picture of somebody like lying down on their bed, for instance, you know? Um, so I think that's really quite nice. Yeah. I feel like the way it always goes is like most of my images are never like really, I don't really kind of like, like link a meaning or like a feeling or some sort of like story to it to like after it's like, after I see the image or, you know, I'm like editing it. It's never like whenever I see stuff, I'm kind of like, when I'm about shooting, I'm always looking for like, where it's normally whatever catches my eye. Because if it catches your eye, I feel like it, that's a good sign. You know what I mean? Like there's some, you know, you see from like down, like blocks away that you're like, I gotta go see what this is. You know what I mean? And like, I feel like so much that time, like you're just in the moment of like wanting and trying to take the picture that it's really hard to like link it. And then I think it's more or less afterwards that you're like, you start to see like the bigger picture and whatever it is, you know what I mean? Going on. And I mean, it, it varies. There's sometimes I see something I already know what it is before, you know, I even shoot it. There's some of it that I don't see it till afterwards. Uh, but that's kind of, I guess, how like I like go about it all. So it's kind of like whenever it hits me, it hits me. But yeah, no, I just got to a point where I feel like I just want my work to like be meaningful. And that's just for me. I mean, maybe... Like, I, I just don't want to be, like, I just don't want to be, like, putting out work of just, you know, pretty or interesting-looking things. Like I said, I just, like, like, the biggest thing for me is I want people to, like, feel work. Like, I would I would love if people told me, like, what they feel for my work and then what they say. And it's, like, oh, this is, like, a good image. You know what I mean? I'd rather just hear, I mean, not saying I'm not grateful for people, you know, complimenting my work. I'm extremely grateful. Of course. Them. But I would love to, I would like, for people to, like, I would just, I mean, I like, I'm more intrigued to hear how it makes people feel than, you know, than anything too. And that's, that's one reason why like on Instagram, I always like link music to my photos Yeah. and kind of, I mean, I was even, <laughs> I was like joking around because this whole time I've been editing my book, I've been like listening to like slow dive the whole time. And I'm like, I like tagged them on my Instagram. I'm like, 
like, please sponsor me, <laughs> endorse my book, get get I want to get slowed out, put in the editing credits because it's like odd. Like imagine if they asked you to shoot an album cover. Oh, that'd God. be cool. There's like, oh, love it. Actually, so that's actually a question I should ask you. Um, so what would be your dream project? And or if you had like an unlimited amount of money and you can create any kind of image or go to shoot in any place you'd want to, where would you go and shoot? And or where would you want to photograph? For me, like where to photograph, I would just want to photograph what's around me. Because even from past experiences, like I, I go to places that are like cool and stuff and I see stuff, but it's like, it doesn't feel the same. Like when it's around, when it's around where I'm from and like what's my immediate surroundings, I feel a lot more connected to it, like a lot more like personal towards it than if I, you know, go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Even when I go like out of states, like Ohio, a lot of places I go to, a lot of places that I've been to a lot of times that I'm like familiar with. You know what I mean? Uh, so like, uh, kind of like a dream. Uh, I mean, having like a. Uh, Having like my work as like a, I don't even know. Like I said, I'm not even like, I'm not even like a that much of a like a high shooter because I said like so much of the stuff's like, so like close to home and like, almost like mundane and kind of like. I mean, I feel like cool. We had like work with like guess like, maybe like a favorite musician like on an album cover. Like maybe like if someone like reached out for a book cover, I think that'd be the coolest thing. Is if like another artist, another you know medium, like whether it was a writer or like a musician or you know, any sort of thing like that, like wanted to use my work for their, for their, uh, I think that would be probably one of the coolest things. Cause I That's mean, cool. a lot of the stuff I do now is just stuff I do now. Or it's like, I mean, like I said, I'm not trying to really go anywhere to shoot crazy photos. You know what I mean? There's times that I do go places and I see really cool images and I take them and they're good, but it's definitely not as like connected. So I always tend to, like I said, I always tend to like really explore within like, 30 minutes like an hour of where I live and never really like outside of that. So in your opinion, what makes a good piece of art? For me, I think like feeling and emotion. If you can relate to it and it pulls you in, that's like the for me, I mean, that's just how I am. Like all the like all the music and all that stuff I listen to, it's like it's always the stuff that like there's like some sort of like where you can relate to it is where I feel like it's for it. Like I like enjoy the most. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just like the music I listen to, like all the bands I listen to are like, you know, I like relate to a lot or, you know, their music kind of like hits me a certain way in like an emotional standpoint. You know what I mean? It's like, and that, that's the one thing about like, I guess that's like one of the biggest examples of like, Oh, why I just love like shoegaze is because there's not even like half the time you can't even like, make out the lyrics it's just like the melodies it just like evokes so much like feeling so that's like i guess for photography for me it's like if it evokes like emotion and feeling i think that's is like the best kind of it because it could be it could be a great like photo like on a technical aspect but it could like evoke no like sort of emotions at all so I think at that point, someone's just like a photo where I feel like art's more of like a connection, like emotionally to someone. So for me, at least that's why I feel like makes like a really good photo is if it like, you know, can connect to you in a, you know, like a mental, like emotional way.
past you know being physical and i feel like that's like i said that's why i'm so like i'm so like hell-bent on wanting my like work to be like meaningful to people more than anything is because that's what i see for me as being like a good artist is being able to like have people relate to my work so but i mean i feel like like i said i feel like all that's kind of like subjective i mean you know there's abstract art out there that's like you know like a cube and people are like super intrigued by it so i mean there's so much i feel like there's so much stuff that's so like subjective i don't know i remember i used to play when i played music i was such like a music like i guess you could say music nazi like seinfeld i said suit nazi you know i uh i'm just like always like super like like uh not like an elitist but i'm just very like particular about music like certain things in music will just like i like i can't listen to it because of it i'm just like i just can't it's like very particular i feel like through photography i've become very like open to just everything being so subjective and like especially because i'm trying i'm definitely trying to like make my work art and not just like photography yeah and it's such a subjective thing so it's kind of hard to like you know say whether something's good or bad so i mean who knows some people like you know see a photo of a sunset and like feel something from it so i mean me that's true not really i see like that's pretty image and that's like you know that's like that's like the extent of it so i mean everyone's different has different you know like upbringings and feelings and you know so i guess my art panders more to people that have you know the same issues that i have so which it's cool for me so yeah that works out well and i think that's really great it's great that you you have an idea of of who views your work but you're not tied to that and i think that's really good like personally yeah so i think um one of the last questions, because not the last question, but one of the last questions is going to be, um, do you think that too much exposure as an artist can be a problem? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, uh, that's when, like, egos go all out of whack. When, I feel like that's when egos, like, blow up when someone gets, like, too much exposure. I think it's, like, important to, you know, not even just ego, like an ego sense. It can also just like put a lot of pressure on you. That's how I felt when I was like starting to get like a lot of exposure. I felt like very pressured to be like putting out like super, super good work. And you know what I mean? I just felt like a lot of pressure on me and like to not like fuck up, you know what I mean? And make sure I made good work and not put like trash out. So yeah, uh, but I mean, even for me though, uh, I like, tried really hard to make sure i didn't get like a big head about it though oh, so i don't i just don't want to do that and i mean i wouldn't put it past myself to let that happen so uh <laughs> i mean it's happened with like stuff like i know music before so i've i don't know over the years i've tried to become more of a humble person so yeah no i uh yeah i feel like for me it's like both it was both sides of the coins just trying to not get like you know, all like big headed about it and to, you know, like deal with that pressure of like continuing to, you know, put out good work and stuff like that. That's cool. Okay. So, and the last question, I guess, which is a double question. So there's two questions involved. What are you currently working on and where can people find more about you and your work? 
well, I guess to find out about me, you just got to talk to me personally because I don't have a bio on my website. But uh, on Instagram at j.t.f.o.x. And <laughs> so long. So, so, so like, it doesn't roll off the tongue well. I should probably change that. But uh, that's my Instagram, my okay, website. Just say, just say JT Fox. Yeah, JT Fox with a period in between each letter. And then for my there you go. websites, jaketfox.com. But those are the best places, I guess, to just follow and keep up. Because on my Instagram, I feel like I kind of update. I mean, if, if, ever, if I ever do something, like make a change in something. I always like put it out there that I'm doing it. I don't like normally just like do stuff and not like let it be known. You know what I mean? I was kind of like, yeah. whether it's updating my website or, you know, anything I try to, you know, let people know if I do anything kind of substantial or whatnot. So, but I'm always open to talking to people, no matter who you are. I'm always open for conversation and the DMs are open to talk about photography and whatnot. That's cool. Wow. That's absolutely perfect. Well, you know what? Thank you very, very much for doing that. That concludes the second and final part of my interview with Jake T. Fox. Thank you very much for listening. If you have any questions or comments about it, please send me an email by theflyingfruitbowl at gmail.com or by social media. The Flying Fruit Bowl audio interviews can now be found on a variety of sites such as Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to support the platform, please consider subscribing on any of those sites and by sharing this interview. Also, please don't forget to check out theflyingfruitbowl.co.uk for daily art inspiration. And if you're a creative, please get in touch for a chance to be featured or interviewed. Once again, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, folks, please stay safe.